This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v Welcome back. Want more NBA insight? Check out the Hardwood Handicappers podcast. Senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel looks at the angles for the games to determine who's going to play, what kind of situation the team's in. A ton of great opportunities and been in the NBA on a nightly basis during the regular season. Now it's even more fun during the playoffs. Hardwood Handicappers podcast is free and available now. VEASAN.com slash podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, catch up on every VEASAN show as well. Okay, let's begin this hour talking some NBA. Uh, we do have two games on the board tonight, Celtics Bucks and also Grizzlies Warriors. The coach, David Thorpe, joins the program now. He's at Coach Thorpe on Twitter, TrueHoop.com as well. Good to see you again, sir. Thanks for the time. I, I want to begin with the uh, the late game tonight on the West Coast on San Francisco and assuming for a second, because Taylor Jenkins doesn't think it looks good for John Morant, he said that over the weekend, assuming for a second here that he does not play tonight, do you expect the other players who have really not played well in this series to rally around this with no jaw, if that's going to be the case, and play better in this game four? Yeah, I don't know that they would necessarily see it as a rally around jaw. They're, they're down 2-1 against a team that's got you know such great pedigree. They know that they're in a lot of trouble if they go down 3-1. And and these are professional basketball players who I don't remember the exact stat, but it was some crazy number. At one point, they were like 20 and two this year without John, just straight up. Uh, I I think they relish the opportunity to to get more looks, have the ball in their hands more. Uh, some of the playmakers, they get Dylan Brooks back, I believe, tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, he's obviously a guy that's played a lot for them. 
And uh, they're a team that that is very, very confident when their best player is out. So it's not like they're just pretending that they can be really competitive. They know it because they've won so many games without them. And I think we'll see them play really well tonight. They may not win, but I think collectively they'll play well. I'm very frustrated with this team because uh, I have a future on them to win the West. They, they can't get, you know, Jaws didn't play well against Minnesota. He said that. He's been great in this series. Bain played well and then has fallen off in this series. Jackson's always in foul trouble. Brooks has had a couple horrible games. So they can't they can't get two, three guys to have a good game in, in the same game, you know what I'm saying, get going like they were in the regular season. You know, I don't disagree with you. Uh, I've been critical of them, a little bit anyway, that they just decided we don't need Steven Adams anymore. He's not important to our yeah. team. Well, if that's the case, why did you start him all season? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, they, they they made the choice to not play their starting center pretty much at all. And they're just not the same team. Now, I'm not saying this team can't be better than the Steven Adams version, but we didn't see it all season, not not consistently. Obviously, Adams didn't play every minute. They're not the offensive rebounding team they were before. They don't yep. set the same screens they did before. He He's one of the best in the league at both. And so they're just a different team. This is not the Memphis Grizzlies we saw all year. It's some other team. And they're pretty good, but I don't know that they're as good as the other team. I think they could have really hurt Golden State on the glass had Adams played, mm-hmm. but they, they made their choice and they have to live with it now. Yep. How about another guy that's not playing in the playoffs? Duncan Robinson for the Heat. He's played in one minute throughout four games so far, and the Heat are 14 of 65 from three in their last two games on the road. It's, it shifts back now to Miami, but do you have any idea why? He, is it defensively? The reason Is that the reason why? Why is he not playing here? I mean... There certainly could be an injury that we're not aware of. You would think they would say something, though. Uh, and so the only thing I can think about is either he is telling them, guys, I don't think I can make a three consistently. I have something's wrong or on defense, which is, you know, that's always kind of been the knock against him, understandably so. Uh, but, yeah, same kind of thing. But in their mind, compared to Memphis, Miami has other guys, that, you know, that uh, that's like Max Struess that, that can do kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I guess they feel like Struess or, or whoever, however they're looking at it, brings more of a toughness maybe. But it's it's a head-scratcher a little bit. He, he's going to have a – he'll be involved in a bunch of trade discussions this offseason, I can assure you of that. Oh, wow, yeah. Wow. That was a very aggressive James Harden last night and a different player to guard when he's knocking down threes and he hits six of them. Do you think that'll continue? And if they, I mean, if they get that type of Harden, though, they can make a deep postseason run. Oh, I've been writing about this for a long time now. Mm-hmm. Uh when we get older, we we still have days <laughs> where we feel great. Uh, as, as you know, three years away from being sixty, amazingly enough, and uh, my dad, and even in his dying last year, had really good days. This is the way our human body works. We're not always anything. Harden typically was healthy and amazing, but not always, just mostly. And it's kind of flipped a little bit, where we see it once or twice a series, and and this is what I've been writing, and so. You better win if you're Philadelphia when he has those games, and they have. Now they've got to find ways to manufacture wins when he isn't as sharp. And this is where, you know, they, they, they don't have to rely on James Harden. They have Joel Embiid, which is why I rated them. I thought they had the most potential of any team. I wrote an article about a month ago going into the playoffs that, that uh, they had the chance. They had, the, they had a real opportunity to be the best team in the postseason if Harden could do this, you know, twice every five or six games. And then the other guys played well, and I thought they did last night. It was a it was a hell of a game, I thought. Yeah. Well, the other thing, to your point, you have to take care of your body as well. And I think that's the other thing that's coming back to bite them, right? 
You know, it, the, I don't know what the data says about guys that play themselves into shape during the season. It'd be, I'd be interested to see that, but I, he looks like he's fit now. And, but yeah, I mean, he certainly, he certainly has to, there, you got to believe there's some kind of tax when you have to work extra hard to get himself, get yourself shaped in season. But I don't think that's the case now. I just think he's not a young guy. He, I, I thought he's gotten by people all playoffs. He just doesn't necessarily have the, the, the ability to, to finish at the rim the way right. he used to. He's such yeah. a brilliant player. He can still smoke guys. He's just not finishing it at great. But, and then, as you said last night, he, he was making threes too. He had a couple of great finishes at the rim, shot well from three. He's definitely motivated as hell. This, this guy is locked in. And, uh, and yet these games are great because their opponents are very good too. Good discussion you had on Twitter, the back and forth. Uh, Boston terrified a freak. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, as we talked about, it's the easiest series to break down. How's Boston going to shoot from three? Uh, they were great in, in game two and then uh, horrible in game one and game three. And then Tatum was four of 19. But uh, you saw in game one, fewest points in the paint from a Boston team in the playoffs in 25 years. And, and few, fewest made shots in the paint in a playoff game in five years. They want no part of freak and the big, the big guys down low. Yeah, it's not just Giannis. Uh, Milwaukee has played consistently two seven-footers with Brooke Lopez or, you know, Bobby Portis. What is he, 6'10"? But he's, you know, so they, they play giant men, let's put it that way. It's what they do. They, they give up a lot of threes. They try, to, they try to dictate a little bit who's shooting them and where they're shooting them. And they try to make it really tough on you in the paint. Uh, I, think, well, I think Boston with Brown and Tatum have the size, the big wings that can overcome that to some degree. They just, but they need to make shots. This is something I'll be looking at at True Hoop this week, probably, and next week, too, is just that, you know, if your team is shooting well, even, even not from three, from two, it really is such a, a difference maker. And, and they're going to have to do that because Milwaukee is kind of owning that space around the rim. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you expect tonight, then? Do the Celtics bounce back and go back to Boston tied at two apiece, or do you think Milwaukee really takes control of the series? I mean, I think, I think with Middleton out, Boston does have the better team. And, uh, and so, you, you know, it, the variance of shooting has always been the case as an as a NBA fan pretty much my whole life. Uh, you can outplay a team, but you still got to shoot better typically. Although, let's remember, Brooklyn outshot Boston and lost all four games uh, because of other factors. So, yeah, I think, I think these are two teams that are playing high-level defense. So that shooting variance even has more of an impact because it's so hard to get decent shots. That's where Milwaukee has a big advantage. They're better in transition, mostly because of Giannis. And so Boston's got to get back. they got to protect their rim and force Milwaukee to shoot well and then hope they, get, they earn as many good shots and maybe try to ramp up their pace a little bit too and try to catch Milwaukee early on inside before you can let them set their defense. Yep. You know, something we talk about all the time on this show and on this network, how the others in these playoff series, Coach, will play better. And Charles Barkley talks about this all the time as well on TNT. The others have to play better at home. And we're seeing this now for the Mavericks in this series. I mean, it was a blowout in the first two games at Phoenix. Goes back to Dallas, and like everybody played well for the Mavs. Now we're tied at two apiece. Are they live here to win this thing? In your opinion? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, Luca is one of the best players in the world, yeah. and it's a huge advantage in a game of five on five when the one one guy on the court is always better than everyone. Although I will tell you, Devin Booker is just a marvelous player. I'm, I've grown to love him more and more these last few years. Luka did not shoot great, but Dallas shot so well. But you don't think that's going to – I wouldn't project them to shoot that well on the road. What were they, 19 of 34 with everyone not, not named Luka? Mm. That's, you're not going to lose many games when you shoot that way. Uh, you, to do that on the road, all of a sudden now you're looking at real contenders. That I, I think they're still – they're a year away or so from getting to that level. But Phoenix has to play better. And yeah. Chris Paul was just not himself. Again, look at the age thing. Mm-hmm. The, you know, 
Yeah, people always call mistakes, oh, that's a rookie mistake. Well, Chris Paul made a bunch of mistakes last night. He ain't no rookie. He, he could almost have a child that's a rookie. He, he, he really, he really <laughs> has no excuse except this is the game. It's a, it's a mistake game. And uh, it's baked into the DNA of the game. And he just looked lethargic last night. And uh, I think we'll see a much more focused Chris Paul in the next game. 90 seconds, Coach. What are your thoughts on the officiating? They're playing a large role in a lot of these games. You know, I, I do think they don't do a good job anymore. Of, I don't think it's very easy to predict the charge block calls. Yeah. Not on the on the straight line drives to the rim, but just in driving period. Um, because of all the flopping, too, it's hard. But I think the rest of the fouls they're calling are the players' fault. So that's the one area I have a little concern where if you run a guy over, they're calling block way too often, in my opinion. Uh, I think these are charges, too, when the player just kind of turns and runs over 20 feet from the basket. Uh, you're allowed your space as a defender. You just can't get in the way of the offensive player. But the offensive guys are forcing it. Other than that, I think there's a lot of undisciplined defensive players. They're trying to make plays. They're letting the, the context of the game uh, uh, unravel their discipline. And I blame the players for that. I think it's a huge part of this series. It's a plague. I may write about this, too. We're fouling shooters way too often. Make them make tough shots. Stop yeah. sending the free throw line. It's also bad for the game. I feel uh, the fans who yeah. are just tuning in. Who wants to see a bunch of free throw shoots, shots all the time? I, I think we have to play smarter defense. Totally agree. So we can expect to see that all coming up maybe this week at TrueHoop.com? Yes, I think I'm going to look into that. Yeah. Very good. Thank As you. always, thanks for the time, Coach. Great stuff. Thanks, thanks guys. Be safe. Well yep. done. There, it, you can't have the Academy Awards out there either. The, the flailing. The Brunson I, I, thing. Chris a, Paul never touched him. No, it's, it's a terrible combination. You, you can't just. The, the, oh. the players acting, begging yeah. for every single call, and then the referees, the way they call the games. We need some more flow to this ba- to basketball. Yeah, I hear you. It's the way it's supposed All to right. be played. Up next, some staggering numbers in the NHL, including it's now happened in 12 straight playoff games. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. 
But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Sports Betting Network. VSIN Spring Specials here, only $59. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. Playoffs are here, NBA, NHL. If you want the full experience, the daily best bet emails, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, betting tools, live video stream whenever you want it. Baseball heating up, cost only $59 to subscribe through July 31st. Sign up now, VSIN.com. Slash subscribe. We got a couple tweets on this, and I, I couldn't believe it. I went back, and sure enough, it's it's accurate. Not that I would call anyone a liar, but Colorado to sweep was plus three thirty. I can't believe that. How did I miss that? Oh God! Uh, I give Nashville credit; they hung in there in game two. But well, then, yeah, but wh- then Colorado said, "Okay, that's enough. We're going to." You know, it, it was a week ago today when we had Jeff Davis on, who runs the NHL numbers here at Circa. Yeah, and he told us he made Colorado an eight dollar favorite in the series. We never looked for a sweep that never entered our mind. Yeah. Plus 320 on the sweep. I can't believe it. If you took that, good for you. Mm. I mean, certainly three, as low as three to one, as high as uh, plus 330. Look at this. You know what I saw? Colorado. No, Colorado. Okay, now they moved it. The other day, Nashville was 151 to win the cup. I mean, if you want to talk about missing a zero, <laughs> they're going to come back. Win four in a row and then win a couple more series? I mean, that, that's got to be a 2,000 to 1, yeah, Nashville, I, to win the Stanley Cup. I'm seeing 75 to 1 to win the yeah. series right now. Yeah. Is this, that, is this, that a this fair is price? This is the LA Kings, what they did. I mean, these two of these have been blowouts. Right. Uh, Colorado at Bet Rivers is $1.50 to win a regulation. They are minus $3 to score in the first period. Oh, my God. You have goal in the first five, plus 155. Goal in the first 10 is minus $2. Now, the, the scary thing is what happened with Kemper. We took the stick to the eye. Uh, yeah, that was very scary. Oh, I don't think I don't think he'll play tonight. The, the swelling's a problem. But pro- they get him back for the second round. And uh, I guess it shouldn't matter even if they, they, they who's playing goal. You could play goal tonight. 
they probably go, they'll go back to Riddich too. I think after that debacle in Game One for Nashville. But this is okay, you try to think and try to. They don't pack it in the NHL. They, there's no one, two, three Cancun mm-hmm. in the NHL. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's men against boys here. It, it and really I, is. And what again? Yeah. What is the gift? What's the prize for Nashville? Well, I guess the pride you don't want to see a team win on your home ice. Well, but, you don't want to lose eight to one. I mean, well, you, I know, yeah, but yeah. you go back. What do you go back to Colorado for Game Five and get hammered? So. Uh, I, I, again, Colorado, much the best here. You mentioned what Davis made the series price going in a close six fifty, and uh, I, I, you know seven to two and seven to three. Okay, two of the three scores. And how about this? The what we've discussed uh, for a little bit on the show today. Right. The average goal differential in the first round is three point two two. That would be by far the highest in the opening round since the NHL went to a best of seven in nineteen eighty seven. In 2018, it was 2.53. This is lunacy. So we're talking about a full, basically, well, almost a goal more. Yeah. With the margin of victory. It's a, forget what we know, right? About the Stanley Cup playoffs over the last 30 years. Absolutely. The power plays are off, out of control. They are. Um, The four on fours, like we talked about earlier, the five on threes happen constantly now in this round. And I guess that was like the big, are they... You know, the big talking point, again, a week ago was, are they going to call it like the regular season? And so far, it's been a continuation of the regular season. And, I mean, these these numbers are absolutely out of Here's Can't get one. overtime? Can't get close games? I mean, 12 straight third periods now have gone over. Yes. A goal and a half. Yep. Those are juice to the gills, but we're getting two plus. I mean, the, the Leafs game yesterday had five. Of course, I gave up on it early because it got off to a terrible start. And now it's it's hot as you know well, what. Well, here, here's the thing, right? But it makes sense so, now with the goalie coming out and all. Right. This stuff does find, like, you know, water will find its level, the old saying goes. Um, it'll correct itself. But as long as they call the games like they are, I, are the, is this going to correct itself with the non-overtime games we're getting so far? Are we going to go back to having more one-goal games or overtime? I mean, 15 last year in the first 48 went to overtime. This year we've had two. We've had four one-score games. That's it. And we're a week deep into this thing. Staggering. Let me ask you a very important question here from Minnesota. You go back to Mark Andre Fleury, or do you say I'm surprised do by it. that? Yeah, I'll talk to Kiprios about that. We're not going to see Talbot. Is that I, it? I, I think you got to go Talbot. What what is this? I don't know what it is. I really don't know. It's t- well, I, here it's it's all reputation. Is what yeah. It is. Well, the last goal was soft. That was a vicious speed. If he had the under in that game too. Yeah, it was. You get the empty net, no problem. Fleury goes back and he mm-hmm. gives up a soft one. They take a penalty, and St. Louis looks like they're just going to play patty cake, and then on the power play, and they put one in. They're still uh, a maybe thirty-five to win the series. That, that's now. a bizarre series, right? Four nothing St. Louis, two blowouts by mm-hmm. Minnesota. That one was, it was three too late. But then you know, how about Jordan Bennington? He had lost nine straight playoff games. They put him in there, yeah, and he finally got the win. He did. Uh, he did. I, I don't have a clue. I mean, the, the, the Ranger. How about the Ranger Penguin game three? It's four one Pittsburgh. They chase Igor. The Rangers tie it, and then seven four final. Mm-hmm. So three times someone ran off three straight goals in yeah. that game. And I thought the Rangers are going to win the series. I mean, it is, it is Igor against a third-string goalie. And now uh, and now their, their season's on the line tonight, too. Does he bounce back I mean, tonight? I would think, yes. He can go out there tonight and, you know, lock him up pretty good, yeah. allow one goal or maybe pitch a shutout. All three games have gone over. You tell me that the Rangers score four and three and two of the losses? And they, I can't. I thought the whole series. Would, but they dominated them in the regular season. Penguins are a buck seventy to win the series yeah. right now. DraftKings sounds about right. Yeah, let me run some of these other prices by you. Hurricanes are a dollar thirty against Boston. Yeah, 
I'm with Brenda Moore. I didn't understand some of the calls that went against Carolina. Mm-hmm. I thought that shouldn't have. I thought Ranta had that. Uh, and th- th- but then you challenge it and lose, and then you go right back. Boston goes right back on the power play. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, a lot of moxie and guts by the Bruins with guys out to win like that. And remember, we talked about it going into game three. It was 5-0 and Carolina and outscored them 26-4. to so we have a series there. I would expect a bounce back by the Hurricanes I would, yes. in Game 5 when they uh, go back home. Oh, tomorrow's juicy. Oh, very, well, every series very is 2-2. The Leafs are minus 125 to win the series. You trust them? No. Neither do I. No way. And I did fire on the Lightning uh, minus, or it was Pickham, before Game 3. Lost that one, but came back to bounce, you know, bounce back yesterday. Yeah. The Wilder, 135. I have no clue on that series. Well, it's just, it's a, no clue. Like, anything can happen no. there. The no. Oilers are minus 250, uh, just right around where it was before the series started. Game 2, 6 nothing. Game 3, 8-2. And then you get shut out last night, 4 nothing. I mean, you figure it out. And again, shots on goal, Kings yeah. 46, Oilers 31. Yeah. So evidently yeah. they're happy going back to Edmonton, tied 2. All this is magnified okay. now. All this is big. You know, the, 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 the screw job in Game 1 where the Rangers should have beat Pittsburgh with the uh, interference call, uh, goaltender interference, which was a bunch of bunk. And then Mike Smith giving away game one. It's, that should be all, all she wrote, too, in Edmonton. But that's, I'll tell you. Uh, well, again, Florida's in trouble, can't score. And Calgary's definitely in trouble. Well, okay, I was going to run that by you right now. Which yeah. favorite do you trust more here? Or wh- which favorite would you actually bet on to win the series? Panthers are minus 135, Flames are minus 120. I guess I'd have to say Calgary. At least they've been in these games. You think maybe you get some puck luck and finally score. Uh-huh. But Dallas plays low-scoring games. Mm-hmm. Florida's been destroyed. Well, uh, they had the lead in the third period of game one. But they, where's the offense? Three goals combined in the two losses. Isn't that funny how Just this Just got works? humiliated. Like, that, that also figures, right? Isn't this funny? Every How many times was Washington the one seed in a great regular season they would go out early? Sure, sure. Huh? Well, guess what? They're the eight. But how about think about it like this. Florida was like this historically great team offensively, right? Yeah. Uh, and in a, in a playoff you know, session here that we're getting, we're seeing these ultra high scoring games and the team that we could bank on in the regular season to score a bunch can't get it done now in the postseason. What the hell is this? I know. We might look back and say this is a gift. They're down two to one. They're on the road and they're still like a dollar fifty to win the series. Uh, I, I'm telling <laughs> you, that, that that game three price was at, yeah. six to one. What are we doing here? They scored the first goal too. The, the Capitals were plus 175. and I, It's easy to say now because they won. I had to bet that number. And in the game that we have coming up tonight, you can grab plus 150, maybe a little bit better than that on the Capitals. Now, look at that. It's a 25-cent move since the last game. But the way the Panthers have looked, I guess you have to well, make a, yeah. a pretty decent adju- adjustment. Sure. You got to, you know, you have to trust your, your veteran leadership and the guys that lead the team and the coaching staff. You win tonight, everything's fine. You got home ice yeah. back, and, and you're a big favorite. But that is, you should not get your ass kicked like that if you're the one seed. That shouldn't happen. Yeah. But th- this, then again, this has been a... Bizarre NHL playoffs. Yeah, I'm telling you, I, I do not. I am not comfortable tonight laying a dollar sixty with the Flames. Oh, that's crazy. That's that a, price that's is crazy. crazy. It's way too high. They can't score. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I'm probably going to look at. I might look, look at Stars and a little bit shorter on the reverse puck line. How close did you watch the Dallas game behind the Dallas bench? Game oh, I, did you saw? You saw? Her? Who am I? <laughs> huh? What am that I? That was dead? one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life. And she knew what she was doing. Oh, you think so? Yeah. She yeah. was on steroids, okay, this, this if you know ha- what I'm saying. And she yeah. was – who wears that to a hockey game? Oh, I've seen it before. Oh. Remember that Taylor Stevens? Yeah. 
She did that years ago. That girl. She's like, eh, the puppies are going to oh. be barking today. Oh, they were barking. Oh, yes, they were. That girl was beautiful. I could not wait. Go back to the coach. I want to see Go the back. coach oh, again, Oh, they were please. doing it on purpose. Oh, they, were, they had to. Who shows yeah. a coach that many times? <laughs> Why? Yes. She's right good, behind the bench. Good, good direction there <laughs> that day by the wow. guy in that game. Wow. The outfit. Uh, the assets. Drinking a beer. Beautiful blonde. That's Dallas for you. Hello. Then she's with some scrub in it. The guy's got I know, I didn't even look at him. Never even noticed it. I know, but it's like, ooh. Yeah. Up next, Johnny Avella is going to join the show from DraftKings. How many bets did they take on Rich Strike to win the Derby? What was the highest number? And wait until you hear what DK is doing around the NFL schedule this week. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon. Compete free for cash all season in our weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of 62000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter. Got to be 21. DraftKings.com for details. All right. Johnny Avello joins the program now with DraftKings Sportsbooks uh, across the country. And he was uh, based in Las Vegas for a long time as well and around the horses uh, so he's a great guy to talk to about the Kentucky Derby. Johnny, thanks for the time today. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you, guys. Yep. Now, um, you DraftKings is not allowed to actually take bets on horses at this moment, but uh, for a guy who has followed this for a long time, you know plenty of people uh, in horse racing. How many people do you know who had bets on, you know, Rich Strike to win this thing, and what was the highest number out there that you heard or saw somebody uh, actually have on the horse? You know, that's interesting how many people had this horse because I didn't talk to a lot of people who used him either in the wind place or even in any of their exotics. Uh, I called my uh, my friend Richie. I figured he would bet Rich. Uh, he said, don't don't even talk to me about it. You know, so he was mad because he didn't have any money on it. I had a guy send me a future book bet that he bet the day of the race. At the Circa, uh, he had Rich Strike at 185 to one for 300 bucks. Uh, so he cashed. I think oh. he picked up 50, 55 grand. But I just don't know a lot of people. I mean, he was a hard horse to play, guys. He, his, if you look at all his previous races, he did have one really good race at Churchill, but it was so slow. He won the race by a lot of, a lot of lengths, but he was so slow. Um, and he just didn't look like he could compete in a race like this. And the funny part is, when you look at the race, you see this horse picking up all this ground at the end, and you're wondering, well, Epicenter and Zandon are the best two horses in the race. How is he possibly picking up all of this ground on these two horses? And it was amazing. It's a one-in-a-lifetime thing for this horse. Yeah. The other thing is, th- uh, what, three of the four biggest upsets have happened in the last 13 years all time at the Derby. Well, there, there have been some, there, there was a stretch there, Paulie, where the favorites were winning every yeah. year, you know? And so, yeah, yeah, I guess you can look back and, and see somebody upsets there. I guess you have to go back to 1913 to find an upset. That's this big, but you know, 80 to one shot, the longest horse in the race, he's sitting 18th after, you know, three quarters of the race. Yeah. And, 
you know, he's <laughs> he's 15th at the head of the stretch. I mean, really, how does he get there? Yep. You, you, you watch, the, it, it was, uh, it reminded me of my net bird a little bit. Now, my net bird that day had a uh, uh, very wet track. So that was the difference for him. But the track was in perfect shape this day. So it's, it's a phenomenon. Well, let me, so, so, I mean, it was a claiming, it, like a claiming horse, right? For $30,000, that's what it went for. And then, so was 80 to one, all things considered with the background here, the resume, not a good horse at all, not even in the race until Friday morning. Is 80 to one even a fair number? I mean, by the way, if there was like live um, in play on, on, on the last quarter mile, 80 to one probably would have been 200 to one. The horse had no chance. Yeah, I, you know, I agree with you. 80 to one was probably a short price in a horse that with uh, in a race with 20 horses and him coming out of the last post. Uh, so yeah, 80 probably would. But, you know, the Derby gets bet in a way where uh, some of the horses that should be higher priced aren't. Uh, in that race, you had a classic causeway. He was close to 80 to one. Tony Port was 80 to one. Uh, you know, this horse was, I think he was the highest because he was 80 and 80 cents. But there were other horses in the race with high odds too that, uh, you know, were nowhere to be found. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so we got feedback on this. The way the horse closed, and you're right, like Epicenter, and the guy who's riding Epicenter said, I never even saw the horse coming. I had no idea. I thought I won the race. <laughs> and so did I because I was on Epicenter. But how do you think the way Rich Strike closed, like what does that mean moving forward now? as he's going to be running for the Triple Crown Preakness, but maybe even like the Belmont, a longer race like that? Uh, I don't think it means much. I think he'll be a lo the longest shot ever for a winner from the Derby uh, into the Preakness. Um, I really don't think the horse is going to be, you know, win any more of the Triple Crown races. Uh, there's a chance they may retire the horse after this Triple Crown campaign or after this year. And to be honest with you, I don't expect to see the horse win in another race. So, uh, hey, he had his one good day, and I'm not sure you'll see it again. So you think after Saturday, this is all going to be about the stud fees for the horse? Yes, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Mm. Excellent job by you and your traders getting up the NFL numbers on the international games mm -hmm. as soon as they were announced. Uh, a couple games are trickling out today. Uh, we have a week two doubleheader, which we'll mention. The, they're supposed to announce the Christmas Day games, and then the schedule comes out Thursday. What's the game plan at DraftKings? Yeah, we're going to go up with all the games on Thursday night. So I'm thinking by around 7 o'clock West Coast time, uh, we should have 256 games up, every game on the schedule. Now, the only team we're not going to put up, guys, is going to be the Browns because uh, too many question marks there. Okay, so, yeah, you're not going to post any of their games at all? No. Okay. We are not. So, at this point, I'm guessing you guys have a set of power ratings attached to all these teams, and then once the schedule is released, you're just going to be like, okay, here we go. Bada bing, bada boom, let's knock them out. That's right. It's, that's how quick we're going to do it. So <laughs> uh, it'll take a little. It'll take a little bit of time because it's so many games and so many games to get up on the site. But uh, we're going to knock them out very quickly. And by the way, you can tune into Veasan Thursday night for betting coverage of the NFL schedule release, Week One lines plus every line for the uh, uh, every single game through Week 18 uh, updates to win totals as well and futures and more. That's coming up on, on Thursday night. Did you take many bets at all when you released those uh, numbers on the international games? Oh, yeah, we always do. Um, you know, I, I don't recall any game that was that moved too much, but uh, there's always some bets. There's always some people interested in betting games that are farther out.
How was the UFC handle and Canelo getting beat in boxing? Oh my God. Yeah. Very, very good guys. Uh, the, the, the UFC handle was great, great card there. And, uh, you know, who, nobody saw that Canelo uh, loss coming. So that always works out well for us, but you know, it, it wasn't one of those fights where, you know, it it's, uh, you know, record breaking type of handle. It wasn't that type of fight, but we still did well on it overall. Well, I'm guessing that a bunch of people had Canelo tied into many, many parlay cards with whatever else was going on on Saturday. Yeah, that's true. There was some of that also. Yeah, and then after the uh, Oliveira news where he missed weight and then wasn't going to be fighting for the title, the way that that number moved, how were people approaching that fight as he was taking on Gaethje? Yeah, um, you know... It, it moved, the number moved, and, uh, you know, some of it was based on us moving it. Um, I think, uh, you know, the, the, if you had your mindset on Ben, one of the fighters, you were going to do it either way. And so I, I would say that it wasn't a real big significant difference. If you were, for the people that were going to play him, they played him. Yep. One baseball question. Are you guys getting uh, beaten up pretty good on the Dodgers every day? Oh, yeah. Well, first it was the Yanks and the Mets. <laughs> Now it's the Dodgers, and this is just typical for a baseball season, guys. But there's going to be teams that are going to have runs, and the betters are going to be on. There's going to be teams that have negative runs, and the betters are going to be against them. It's just part of booking baseball. Yep. All right, Johnny, thanks for waking up early today. We appreciate the time. Okay, thank you, guys. Thank there you, you sir. Johnny Avello. And again, the Thursday night show is going to be right here on VSIN, betting coverage of the NFL schedule release, numbers in all the games. How cool is that? How about this? Week two. Monday night football doubleheader. Games are at the same time. A week two Monday night doubleheader. Tennessee plays Baltimore. Okay. Uh, Buffalo, excuse me. Tennessee, Buffalo, 415 Pacific on ESPN. 530 Pacific, the Vikings play the Eagles on ABC. Was there any reason to this? Or just something new that they're going to tinker I, with? I don't know, yeah. I thought they were oh. done with that. And for years we had the week one Monday night doubleheader. They got rid of it's a Monday night doubleheader week two. That's okay, the nineteenth. Well, I gotta be honest. I I already love that by the by the NFL with the schedule. Uh-huh. Uh twenty twenty. You can't tell me that uh, of the NFL scheduling the games. You can't tell me that you weren't a fan of that. We're getting games on Monday afternoon, awesome. Tuesday, Wednesday. Yes. Yeah. Come on, that was fantastic. Woj bomb, Joker MVP. It's out. According to Woj. Wow, okay. Announcement expected this week. What? He really? He was breaking news three, four days in advance now? Okay. Okay, uh, there you go. I I like it. Uh Yeah. And uh, Woj, thank you. That actually does have, that means a lot for for people with, uh, in the sports betting racket, right? Yep. Did that kid last night in the Mavericks game, was was he pissed off at Paul for uh, a bet on the game that he had? Oh my! Or was God. that or was that, that a spoiled was... kid? Who who I, I like what Wes oh. Wesau Reynolds tweeted. That mom has never said no to that kid once in his life. Yeah, I would agree with I that. I know that, that's unfortunate. Animal. Absolutely. There, there's your Woj bomb today. Oh wow! All right, I did not expect that. No, absolutely. I not. thought we we're going to get coach this of the year this year, yeah. this week, but not the MVP quite yet. All right, rolling along here. Uh, wait until you hear what Mets players are telling their hitting coach about baseballs. Thank you. 
If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players redemption seekers and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars anyone can win relationships matter and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts
Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Hockey playoff time. Every series is tied at two tomorrow. Bet Rivers a special offer through the entire playoffs. Bet three same game parlays of $10 or more on each round. Receive a $10 free bet at the conclusion of each round. It's a betting hat trick. Create your ideal combo with same game parlays on the app or at betrivers.com. The menu is awesome. For example, we kicked it around earlier today. Avalanche, $3 to score in the first period today. Mm-hmm. Goal in the first five plus 155. Come on, baby. Three bucks. Every game they have that oh, up, too. Oh, boy. Yep. Uh, go back to the doubleheader. Okay, yeah. I mean, let, let's, they they uh, go on at the same time, but they don't start at the same time. Okay, so we, we'll, we'll go Eastern yeah. time now. Again, yeah, okay. this is a, a week two doubleheader. This was just announced in uh, the NFL. Week two, 7.15 p.m. Eastern time. Titans at Bills on ESPN. Bills six and a half. I was going to say Bills five and a half, but they are the highest power rated team in football, so it might be six. You might be right. Uh, a lot of people will be down on the Titans. Yeah. Uh, 8.30 Eastern time, Vikings at Eagles on e- on ABC. So basically, Titans-Bills will be approaching halftime or at halftime. Vikings-Eagles will be kicking off. What do you make the Eagles in that game? Mm. Two and a half? I'd say two. I was going to say two. Yeah. i say two and a half, maybe three. I don't, okay. know if, I don't know if I can go full field goal or not, though. Very surprised. Uh, I got to tell you again, my, two my instant reaction is I absolutely love this by the NFL. Yep. I, but I'm a huge fan of the Monday night double header, uh, header in general. In fact, I would eliminate, I've said this forever, I would eliminate Thursday night football and do double header on Monday night every single week. I can't believe they haven't announced the season opener. They were supposed to do that at the draft, according to reports. We still don't know who's going to. They, they announced a week two Thursday game, is what they did. Now it makes me think that it's not going to be Bills Rams because Bills would play. Thursday night, and then the they Broncos. wouldn't play until the following Monday. All right, that'll be the Broncos then. You think? Oh, that would be super. Broncos sexy. Rams. Uh, I would Russell I, Wilson. I would take that in a heartbeat. All right. Yep. Uh, so some Major League Baseball here. Story in Newsday. Mets hitting coach Eric Chavez says players have told him they suspect Major League Baseball is supplying balls that fly further for national televised games. <laughs> Yeah. Last night, Dodgers 7, yeah. Cubs 1. Yeah. Final score. It's only one of the nationally televised games. A little bit of a different field of the baseball. Going a little bit further in these nationally. Te- they want more runs scored when people more eyeballs are going to be on the games. Sports, baby. It's just truly amazing. The supporting cast in the NBA when the guys are at home compared to the road in night and day. And you just and look at and the, look at the totals. We have sevens in American League games. I just we, we have to figure out. That's part of the handicap is trying to figure out what kind of baseball they're using yeah. in different games. This is absurd. Yeah, I know that too. Well, I guess it doesn't matter anymore now with uh, in both leagues. But Rockies Giants six and a half. How about the Twins with the low scoring games? Well, their pitching's I mean, been se- awesome. Yes, yeah, sevens now hurt a little bit, but yeah. Red Sox can't hit. Exact opposite. I what I thought their their season was going to look Mar- like. L- L- go Mar- another one too. Yep. Good point. Flexing goes today. They are. Um, oh, yeah. They're one and four in his starts, but all five have gone under, under. Every flex. They start. can go go one oh, day no. if you have ten minutes. Just click on like any box score from a major league baseball game and look, take a look at the batting averages from any team. You will see guys peppered in the lineup below two hundred. Pretty much from every single team. Don't you get embarrassed? What is it? It's it's not the same sport. How do you how do you not get they they put that up there in the stadium? You know, I mean yeah. that that 
right? Remember, it used to go on your baseball card. That now was a it's big like, deal. Yeah, you're hitting 220. I mean, you should be ashamed. It really is. To hang your head in shame. So, did you see the Glaber Torres home run yes. to right field? Okay, for the Yankees, like that was a that was a pitching iron <laughs> shot, and it goes over. Yeah, and that's the ball game. They win. So short shot. Somehow that that ball actually carried out. This is uh, Rangers manager Chris Woodward on that home run after the game. Small ballpark. That's a easy out <laughs> um, in 99% of ballparks. So, um, you know, the wind was, wasn't helping today, obviously, but, you know, just 3-1 count. Probably going to, you know, King is one guy that you put him back out there, you're like, okay, he's not going to give up a homer. Um, just happened to hit it in a little league ballpark, you know, to right field. It's funny. You can actually go and measure other ballparks and see how deep they are to that part of the field. Some, some people did. Like, that's a home run in 26 ballparks. That's not a fly ball. It's not caught in 99% wow. of the ballparks. It's a wow. home run, actually, in 26 of them. People did the math on it. Wow. Yeah. That's something. <laughs> so his gut reaction, a little off there. Yeah. That's good. What, what did they do here? I don't even know. Look at uh, this now. It, it, it Camden Yards. Yeah, and I don't know why it took us so long. It's, it's a month now into the baseball season, but here you go. That's what it looks like now in left field. And uh, the numbers, as you can imagine, on right-handed hitters for the Orioles, down now pretty much across the board this year. Which, they got some... Uh, they got some fight in them. They have some pretty decent players in that lineup. Mm-hmm. And we know that the, I mean, the starting the starting pitching for the Orioles, they did have the lowest ERA as of a week ago at home out of you know, every single team in the majors. And they've actually been pretty decent for the last week as well. Not bad. Yeah. So eventually they will turn it around. I know uh, the superstar prospect at catcher is supposed to be joining the team pretty soon. He was called up to AAA. But look at that. that, that what, there's nothing natural about that left field fence. The angles, the the ball could be flying. It could hit. Oh come on! <laughs> Imagine if if it hits perfectly right there yeah. on that part of the field where it comes back in the fence. It's going to ricochet back the other way. That's going to be an inside the park job. Remember the Astros that the, the Astros at the pole out there in oh, the yeah. hill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Run up the hill. I mean, ridiculous. Some of the stuff people think of. Yep. And I'll say it one more time today. Uh, after last night's win for the Dodgers, seven-one uh-huh. on the road. The this is pretty astonishing. But they have 19 wins. They're 6-0 in May. They've only played in two one-run games the entire year. Both of them were losses. So that means, yes, that all 19 wins have been by two runs or more. And today, so we're here with the scheduling, but this is what happens on Sunday Night Baseball. They play again today on the road in Pittsburgh. They're traveling from Chicago to Pittsburgh. And it's uh, Urias going today for the Dodgers. They're laying 250 on the run line today, you know, $1.40-ish. What are your thoughts on the season so far? Uh, I'm I'm kind of with you buying the buying the Angels. Sure, I think um, here come the Astros. I don't want to write off every other team, but man, that appears like it's yep. going to. It's one month in, but we know the Astros are going to be good. Yep, seven in a row now. And I do believe the Angels are going to be uh, going to be pretty good too. Mets with a six game lead. The rest of that division, yikes! Mm-hmm. Braves uh, up well, to Philadelphia a slow start. stinks. Yes, they do. And, and they have now that to, to watch us unfold. Now it's a really bad defensive team. Like the corner outfielders that they yeah. plug in every single day, it's just it's not good. Well, the Braves are off to a slow start last year too. Um, I think the Yankees are going to win the division. I'm confident in that. Oh, you flipped on Throw, that now. Uh, but uh, Tampa, T- Tampa, here they come again. Oh, that you can never write that. I know. Off. 18 and 11, yep. right? Yep. Very concerned about Toronto. The pitching's been great. You're still only four games over 500. Mm-hmm. And the White Sox finally turning it around. The Twins were the favorites to win the division. Now the White Sox have won six in a row. Pitching's been great of late. 
And again, I can't get over the NL West. And the Diamondbacks are in action tonight. They're at home against the Marlins. Arizona number one in ROI. Last place. Game over 500. Yep. What a division. Well, look at, so the Dodgers are 19 and 7. That's 731 ball. Mm-hmm. That is, in fact, the best mark in all of baseball right now. They're a game and a half up on the Padres. That's it. Padres were 28 to 1 in play yesterday, bottom of the ninth, to win that with a three run shot and that shot, and that's what they got. Yeah. They have 19 wins. Uh, San Francisco, they've won a couple straight, but they, you know, they've been up and down. They won again with Logan Webb. That's 17 in a row regular season. He wasn't great, Webb but uh, they no, won that game. Not. It was a 10-7 job, I think. Yep. Uh, they're 16-12 and 12 on the year. Mm-hmm. Dodgers are 265 to win that division. God. They are, I mean, uh-huh. Captain Obvious here. They are awesome yet again this season, as everybody expected. Mm-hmm. Um, the Brewers are 19-10. and 10. Braves took two from them over the weekend. 260 to win the division. Well, it's St. Louis, and that's it, though. No one else can catch them. The only team that could catch them is St. Louis, but they're better than St. Louis. Yeah. By the way, Adley Rutschman right. is the kid's name Yeah, oh. for, for the Orioles. I don't think I said it for okay. Baltimore. He's awesome. I mean, he's like a 24-year-old uh, catching prospect that, you know, mashes the ball. And so he's going to be part of the turnaround for the Orioles eventually when they're good. The, um, the Brewers' offense, though, is concerning to me. I don't know. They, they can go out and score because they get the Reds this week, and Castillo's going today. Uh, but they can, they can score, you know, 25 runs in the series against the Reds. And then against mm-hmm. better teams, they can score four in a three-game series. Yeah. Tough to figure out. Reds are hot. Two well, out of three. Yeah. How about that? They were favored in two of the games. This historic start to the season. Well, look three at and 22. Playing. Well, yeah, but Pitts, it's not like Pittsburgh's. Are, they're 11 and 15, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about what the, they think of Pittsburgh, though, with their power rating. The Reds are favored, but that's the other thing. They beat them now 16 of 18 at home going back. Cincinnati right. home against that's Pittsburgh. Right. Mm-hmm. But to be favored in two of the three games. Well, I did add a uh, future bet. Zach Gallon to win the National League Cy Young. You seven, did. 75 to 1. Great numbers. His numbers are, they are <laughs> yeah. amazing. Uh, up next, NHL. Nick Kiprios is going to join the program. Former longtime player in the league, now with uh, 590 The Fan up in Toronto. Which road team trailing 2-1 is in more trouble heading into tonight? Meet Carl. Sir. Ever since he was a little boy, Carl dreamed of being baseball's greatest outfielder. There was only one problem. You can play to win with BetRivers.com, featuring award-winning customer service in the winning customer service in the winning customer service in the winning customer service. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.